happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas, and happy Mother's Day. I'm not going to have the opportunity to wish that to you on Sunday. With that said, I hope that your day is filled with all those that love you. I hope that you are celebrated because, girl, I am celebrating you today. Thank you for raising those babies in the way they should go. And thank you for being that kingdom mama that your babies are so blessed to have. I invited my girl, Brittany Astis here today for the purpose of filling your cup because girl is literally a ray of sunshine and rainbows don't believe me. Go check her Insta. It's J. Brittany Estes, and you will love everything that she has to share. So Brittany has a passion for women and their hearts. She desires to see them grow in their faith while standing confidently as the women God has called them to be. As a life coach, speaker, and soon-to-be author, stay tuned, she has helped champion women all over the country. Brittany wants to risk it all for the sake of seeing women find hope and freedom in any chance she can to share about the life-changing, earth-shaking good news of Jesus. She is in. Brittany has been married to her high school sweetheart for 16 years, and he too is in ministry as a children's pastor. They live in Jackson, Mississippi with their seven kids, and there's never a dull moment in their home. Take a little listen. Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Mamas podcast, where we encourage and empower moms just like you to raise those babies in the way they should go. Hi, I'm Trudy Lineski, God girl, wife, mama four, writer, blogger, and speaker. I'm super passionate about the next generation. Together, we can lead, guide, and direct them to stand confidently in who God has called them to be. Grab your coffee, get comfy, let's get started. Happy Monday, Kingdom Mamas. I am so excited for you to meet my girl, Brittany. Brittany is literally a ray of sunshine, y'all. She is <laughs> all the sunshine and rainbows, and I'm not even kidding. Go, go check her social, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love all the colors. She does love all the colors and she brings it not only on her social media feed, but in person. If you've ever met Brittany, you know that you know that you know. So Brittany, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? All the things. All right. I am so excited to be here, Trudy. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so as you said, my name is Brittany Estes. My husband is a children's pastor and we currently live in Jackson, Mississippi, um, fun fact, he was my high school sweetheart. So we met in the fourth grade, got married the summer after our first year of college, and we've almost been married for 17 years. I know. And in a very short span of time, our first 10 years of marriage, we had seven children, five biological, two adopted. So our house is a madhouse at all times, <laughs> but it is the most fun of yes. being house. Um, hence all the colors and all the rainbows, like we got to have something bright and cheery because it can go down South real fast. Um, but in my spare time, I'm actually a speaker and, um, I love social media. I love bringing joy to people's lives because I feel like life can be so heavy and daunting. And sometimes you just need someone to be like, Hey, I want to be your friend. I want to help you through this. There really is hope on the other side. And then the last thing is I'm currently working on my very first book, which we published in March of 2023. And I am so excited for it. So, I 
excited, girl. That's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> so like elementary school sweethearts. Wow. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, back then he teased me. Like he made uh-huh. fun of me. I never let him let this down, but he made fun of me. So we were not friends for the longest time. And not <laughs> until my junior year when I crossed paths with him again. And I looked at him, I was like, mm, yes, what a friend we have in Jesus. <laughs> like, I was like, you and me, bro, you and me. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny how God works, you know, that's hilarious. Yeah. So your girl, your girl has some gorgeous pink hair, right? Like this girl, she, she just wears it loud and proud. And it has a beautiful story behind that pink hair. So Brittany, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I think it's so crazy. I just assume people know, but I've had it for so long. Someone asked me the other day, how long I've had my pink hair. And I was like, uh, 10 years, 10 years I've had pink hair. Yes. Which is insane to me because it feels like yesterday. Um, but then it also feels like I've done it my whole life. So Mm -hmm. I guess people don't know, um, back in 2011, I think it was, I went to a conference and, uh, with Jess Connolly, if you know who Jess Connolly is, and she had partnered with a brand it's called able now. Um, but Barrett Ward, who is the founder of that was doing these things. He was working with the Mocha club, a place in Africa, and they had partnered with like bloggers and influencers to do purpose projects and purpose projects were something that you could partner with the Mocha club who was helping in Ethiopia. My goal was to help, um, women in the sex industry. So what they did is they got women off the streets. They gave them holistic care, which was counseling, health, rehabilitation, taught them a job train and got them out and into the working force. So then they wouldn't go back that direction. Um, So it wasn't just like, here, let me get you off the streets. Bye. Good luck. Kind of thing. It was, let me help you change your life. Mm. Um, And I was so excited for that. And through the purpose projects, what you would do is set a goal for one month. And in one month's time, you would raise whatever your goal was. Mine was $1,600, which would free four women and then if you met that goal in a month, I know that's kind of insane, right? That's a lot of money. And I was like, ah, $1,600. Right. But freedom um, for four women. Four I don't know women. that there's a price tag you could put on that. Exactly. That's what my thoughts were. And I thought we could do this. I mean, because yeah. I'm an Enneagram seven. So, you know, I'm kind of like, we got this. Everyone's invited to the party. Let's make this happen. See, this is why <laughs> she's my girl, y'all. Seven. <laughs> right? <laughs> um. So in one month's time, like if you met your goal, then you would do something you've always wanted to do. And as a pastor's wife and a mom of four kids at the time, I thought I've always wanted to dye my hair pink, but it never seemed like "Mm, the right thing to do as a pastor's wife, you know, um, growing up in a very conservative culture and with my parents, like they would shoot me. (laughs) I thought. I could raise that money, dye my hair pink, and then people wouldn't be upset with me for getting it pink. Like we just grin and bear it. And I'd be like, my hair is pink because four women are now freed from the sex industry. The best part was at the end of the month, we freed eight women, Wow, eight, eight women in one month's time. Um, so I dyed my hair pink thinking we're just going to grin and bear it. It's not going to look great. When we got done with it, everyone was like, this is your color, Brittany. <laughs> I was like, like mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> so the no rest is history. <laughs> yes, I love it. 
you rock it girl you own well, thank it you, thank you had you. for 10 I mean, years I didn't realize it was 10 years no is that not crazy 10 years 10 years I love yeah. it amazing yeah. okay so as you said you have seven kids tell us what is your superpower um just being able to not sweat the small stuff yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's going to be chaos. I think, and I tell people this and I think they think I'm joking, but after like four kids, the Lord just gifts you with the ability to just let it go because you can't, you physically cannot be on top of everything no. at all times. You can't. There's going to be madness. People are going to be upset and crying and mm-hmm. we just, our house is never perfect. I no. hope I never portray that to anybody that anything in my life is perfect, but they have given me the gift of not being able to hold on to that, you right. know? impression at all. So you just got to let it go and just know each day's a new day. We'll start over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Bless this mess. It'll be there, you know, what in 20 years when they're all flown the nest, it's going to be okay. right. What will we remember the dirty dishes on the counter or making memories? Exactly. I mean, I'd take the memories for exactly. sure. Absolutely. Okay. So you literally spread joy, like confetti all over the world. (laughs) What is your source of inspiration? Um, gosh, I think it really has kind of jumped and accelerated since COVID when everyone was stuck at home and just in such dark and hard places, there was nowhere to turn. We had issue after issue after issue arise. And then where were people? We were isolated. We we're at home alone and we were flat out struggling. Mm-hmm. And I've always been the fun girl, the hype girl, the joy bomb, but it kind of accelerated from that point. Like this is a mission. Right. How can I help people find hope and freedom and joy in these hard and sticky, yucky spots, mm-hmm. but to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel, there is joy to be found even every day in your life where you're at. And it just kind of became a challenge. Like I will, I will not agree to this. This is not how my life is going to be. So I'm going to embrace all the things that make me excited and all of the things that are fun and just try to capture that childlike wonder again. Yeah. So. And I think that's so important because if we get caught up in the doom and gloom, you know, and we did right for so long, we just, so so. we see these numbers, what's going to happen. Are we going to die? Is it going to be doomsday? I mean, should we be prepping? (laughs) Right. Like, what do you do? How do you react? Like we're going to die tomorrow. It's fine guys. Like (laughs) fine. We're going to see Jesus. It's okay. We're good. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I just was like, I can't, I can't do this. And, um, just the rapid rates of depression Uh and suicide and things like that. I thought, I can help this. Yeah. I can help this any way that I can. If that means this girl who's extra, who becomes a gimmick for people, find joy. Oh, these AirPods are just going (laughs) to be the end of me. I hope you enjoy this listeners. I'm dealing with AirPods malfunctions. This is real life. It's real life here. So much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think, okay, so let's talk and and park in the suicide, um, thing for a hot, a hot second here. Yeah. Yeah. We are dealing. And I think we will be dealing with the effects of all of this for quite some time, you know, Gen Z right now is said to be the most unchurched generation ever. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how do we equip our children 
to go out and be that. Maybe they just put some confetti in their pocket, but how do we? That is a great start. <laughs> no, you literally are like, no, I'm going to wash that. It's good. It's all good. It's okay. That's the worst <laughs> thing that happens today. We're doing oh okay. Oh my gosh, yes. But for a while, you had you had the bestie club. Are you still doing the bestie club? I do have the bestie club. Okay, tell girl. us about that. I want to know about that. Okay, so the bestie club was birthed out of a day when I was working on publishing my book and I was getting all these, I'm sorry, we can't do this because your numbers aren't so big. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for no. the standards and the growings and the platforms. I'm here because God gave you a message. And I believe this message will change the world, not in a, I have the power to change the world, but because he told me to do it. Right. And I was like, I'm on social media to make friends. There used to be a day when it first started that we thought, Hey, Trudy, I know what's going on in your life. I love to see that Parker's doing this or so-and-so is doing this because I know who you are and I know about your life through social media, but somehow it flipped to Who's brand are we advertising and what's happening? And do we have enough likes and followers? And I thought, gross, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so I decided I wanted us to just buck the system and mm-hmm. say, how about we create a bestie club where we're all just friends? Like there is literally no catch to it. You sign up with your email, you get a link and just hand me your stuff. Like obviously I need your mailing address and things like that. And I just sent out random packages of fun. And it's spilled out into when I travel, I make up these little bestie bags and just meet people along the way to hear about their stories, to hear what's going on in their life and just leave them better than when I found them. Mm. And I thought if the world could operate in that way, what could we do? Like, how amazing would that be? So yeah, there came the bestie club. Why can't we all just have fun and be a part of the party? You know? Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so good. Like leave that person that individual better than we found them. Imagine how amazing that would be. Right. Just to bring a little joy to their day. Like, can you imagine? And I've met people who were heading out on their honeymoon, someone who was heading to a funeral, people stuck in their jobs, like every walk of life, every situation, but I have never left them where they weren't just like spent like, wait, what just happened? Are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? That was so fun. I mean, there's nothing extravagant in these bags or packages that I mail out, right. but it helps you feel for a second that you're known and that you're seen and that you're loved. Like this yes. world can be crummy at times, but yeah. there are moments of light. And I want to help people find those moments of light, you know, yeah. because let's face it. Those are our basic needs as humans. Like we right. want to feel seen, loved, valued. And yes. in that moment, you have an opportunity to be like, Hey, I see you. And I love you and Jesus loves you more, you know, like exactly this. One of my favorite verses is Matthew, um, five, 14 through 16, but I love it in the message version because it starts out with, uh, you get to bring out the God colors of this world. And I think Mm -hmm. how cool would it be to sit out there and we will look at all this, but you are an image bearer of Christ. You get to step out and shine his light like a prism. How can you bring out the God colors of this world? And if you take each step thinking and believing that Mm -hmm. and making your actions reflect that you will literally change this world. You will literally bring out the God colors of this world. And that light defies all darkness, pushes it back because it can't be overtaken by his light. Yeah. And you have that light inside of you as an image bearer. Girl, preach. You just (laughs) dropped the mic right there. I mean, you know, it's, 
Woo! I think we could stop right there. Message done. But no, we are continuing. If y'all can't tell, girl is a life coach. <laughs> she is a wait. Before, before we go on to that, how can we become part of the Bestie Club? Yeah, so I have a link on my bio in Instagram and you just have to click on it. It says Bestie Club and you just <laughs> click on the Bestie Club and uh, you'll get an email to, to fill out your information. It's a simple like Google form. So it's nothing super fancy. Literally, there is no catch. I just mm-hmm. send them out randomly packages to people. Um, and I've done a bad job about taking pictures and promoting like, Hey, I'm sending out to so-and-so, but, um, I just really wanted to foster a community of people on the internet to really just take it back for the good. So. So good. Okay. And I will put that in the show notes. I will share that link so that all my peeps can sign up. So like I said, do it, (laughs) do it, do it. Let's shine our light. What do you have to lose? You know, I don't know. Exactly. You are loved, seen, known, valued. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are a life coach. And if if you guys can't already tell, girl will light you on fire. She probably already (laughs) has. Um, She is a part of the go and tell gals. And Mm -hmm. so how would you encourage girls and women alike to take the next heavy step to live out God's plan in their life. What does that look like? I love that you said heavy step. We kind of talked about this before we jumped on the podcast, but Mm -hmm. I mean, we simplify it and say, take the next step, but sometimes that next step is super scary Mm -hmm. or it's not going to be light and fluffy and fun. I get that. That's the world that we live in, but simply laying your yes out on the table and walking forward is the best thing you can do. Um, when I coach people all the time, I tell them, what do you want to do? We, I ask them that question. What does this look like? Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you what does 14 steps down the road say, what is that? Then literally your step of obedience will incite like bravery and courage in you to where that step that was scary will compel you to take another step and another step. You're never going to have the strength to jump all the way across you know, the river kind of thing. But if you take one step, then you'll go to another step and another step. And I think it's just understanding that you're not going to be void of fear. Fear will be something that you deal with. But when you check that fear against God's word, like if he's told you, this is what you're going to do. If you're David standing there in front of Goliath and he says, you're going to slay this giant, then yeah, I'm sure that's a little scary to be standing in front of a giant, but you just have to check it to like, okay, this is what God said. So I'm going to continue doing that in yeah. fear. You can still accomplish things. Right. But I think we forget that. Oh, wait, I should have peace about it. And there is peace right. in those moments when you cling to God's word. That's the key point. You need to cling to God's word, but you can still do the dang thing while you're scared. Yes. And I would encourage you to do it. <laughs> Feel the fear and do the dang thing. Right. <laughs> That's my motto. Do the dang thing. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. And I think so many times we want a roadmap, right? Like we want, okay. Like you said, 14 steps, give me 14 steps. I want to know the end result and how do I get there and give me, I mean, tell me when God has ever given us a roadmap. I mean, ever, like we literally have the entire Bible and I would challenge you. I mean, I could be wrong. So I'm I'm not a Bible scholar that there's not been a moment where Mm -hmm. there was like, and this is exactly what's going to happen. Each step required them to take a step. And then it happened. God did say, yes, you're going to go to the promised land, but it required Joshua to stand in front of the Jordan 
and mm-hmm. get the priest to put their feet in the water. I right. mean, that sounds insane. How is this <laughs> going to be helpful? But then the water parted and they could go across. Like right. each thing required them to work first. I think yes. one of my pet peeves is everyone quotes Exodus 14, 14. Yes. And they're talking about the people like crying out, like, how are we going to cross the Red Sea? You're like the, the Pharaoh and all his people, the Egyptians are coming after them and they're screaming and crying. And Moses is like, pray to God, pray to God that, you know, he'll do it. Be still, he'll fight for us. I get that. I love that. But literally the next verse, God tells Moses kind of like, what are you doing? Hold (laughs) up your staff and let's go. Like there's a time to sit and to pray, but then there's a time to act and to move. Yeah. And you got to act and you got to move or nothing's going to happen. Right. It's that obedience, right? Yes. Obedience. Yes. Obedience trumps everything. Mm-hmm. Oh girl. So good. Guilty <laughs> Exodus 14, 14. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. that verse. Me too. Me too. But then the second, the first exactly. after that has kind of become my favorite. Like, all right, God, you're right. You're right. I'll move. <laughs> right. You're within me. I cannot fail. Right. Okay. So right now you just talked about that fear and, and you know, mm-hmm. fear of man is like a huge, huge thing right now for women and teen girls, the comparison, guilt, shame, condemnation. So how do we overcome those things in living out our call? Oh man. Okay. So it requires literally it's, there's not a magic step. So it's not a one time deal. And then you're cured. You can't take a pill. You can't do anything that my advice to you would be getting God's word. Um, I write about this in my book that's coming out. It's really just flipping the script in your mind. So you're going to take the lie and Mm -hmm. you're going to qualify the lie. What I tell people all the time is if what you're saying, you can finish in Jesus name and it sounds correct. So I am a gift in Jesus name. Oh, that's true. If I'm a failure in Jesus name, that doesn't sound right. Mm -mm. That sounds a little bit wrong. Let's change that up Mm -hmm. and finding scripture to back it up because there's power in the word of God. Sometimes it doesn't feel it, but we can't base our life on our feelings. You got to keep saying it over and over again until all of a sudden when that lie pops up, you're like, "Mm, that's counterfeit. That's Mm -hmm. not truth. I already know this. What does the Bible say? So I'm going to continue to move forward. I'm not comparing myself to someone else because I get the opportunity to partner with them in doing whatever's done, Mm -hmm. whatever our callings are. Mm -hmm. I'm gifted in ways that you're not gifted, Trudy. So I'm going to, I'm going to step out into those. You're going to step out into yours. And I'm going to believe that we both bring out the God colors of the world in such beautiful harmony mm-hmm. that we're both needed. Yeah. I'm not going to be fearful because God has said, we do not have a spirit of fear or t- mm-hmm. you know, timidity, like one of sound mind. And like, we get to believe these things. Yes. So it's basically training your mind to say, this is the truth, right. repeating the truth mm-hmm. until it all changes. Yeah. It changes when you keep pouring it in, you know, like the old, I used to hear this all the time growing up, the garbage in garbage out, right. got in, got out. Mm-hmm. So you keep putting God in, he's just going to kind of overflow out. It's just how it works. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so why not keep filling it? So it'll keep pouring out. Yes. And I, yes, you have so many good points there. Number one, being in God's word and starting your day. in that is like epic because paramount. Yeah. I, I, my day is dependent upon my mindset 
And if I set my mind on the words of God and biblical truth and what he said over my life and his promises and his truth, then I can combat anything. Like you said, in Jesus's name, I love that. Like I usually um, ask my children, you know, if the lies spoken over them, the comparisons or whatever it is that's going on in their funky head space, is it true? Noble, kind, praiseworthy, but in right. Jesus' name is a whole nother level. Another- yeah. You know, I was, as I was writing my book, I heard that 85% of our thoughts are negative. 85% yes. and 90% of those are familiar. Like we've heard it before or we've heard some version before. Yeah. And so we're playing it over and over again. Why do we choose to get on the carousel? Right. Well, we can say, this is not my ticket to ride. This is not what I need to agree with. This is not where I'm supposed to be. So I'm going to agree with truth and set my mind on that. And it does, it changes your day. It changes mm-hmm. moment by moment when you agree with the right things. Yes, absolutely. Not my carousel to ride. <laughs> right. You have all the mic drops today. Seriously, girl. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you share all the love, all the joy you already gave us all of that today. And so do you ever feel exhausted? Like, how do you fill your cup? Is there ever a time where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this today? A lot. <laughs> I mean, as a mom of seven, there's real life, you know, as a pastor's wife, that's real life, you know, writing and coaching and teaching. It's so easy to get drained. That's why I have to make conscious choices of I wake up before the kids wake up. And then I have my quiet time before that happens. Like I have to set the day and prepare life from that point on. Um, But then there was a season of when I was writing my book, just Satan's attacks and yes. chaos of life and, mm-hmm. and all these things. Like I literally felt exhausted and tired and isolated and alone. And I literally had to just go back to bed and take a nap. I had a wise friend say, just go back to bed. You can write the book tomorrow. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I went to sleep, you know, just like Elijah, you just need a little snack, a little nap and life was good. <laughs> right. And that was me. Um, but one of the biggest things that I do is I run, you're a runner too, mm-hmm. Trudy. Um, but I run for sanity yes, and I, as well as health, but that's my time that I just get to spend with Jesus. And I process everything. Anytime I'm in a bad mood, Sam's always like, that's my husband. Why don't you go out for a run? I'm like, why, <laughs> why do you think I need to run? <laughs> Are you judging me? Right. Like the way those eyes. <laughs> right. I rebuke that. No. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, things that fill my cup for sure. Yeah. In fact, th- that's how I met Brittany is because we have a mutual friend and Brittany had started running one mile a day for the remainder of the year. Was that 2020? Mm-hmm. I think it was 2020, right? Oh my gosh, it was. That's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we that's how it all started. And that's how I met. Yes. But yes, we, yeah. we share that, that love of running and and the worship. I, I, I tell my listeners all the time, if you see me on the street, raising my hand and giving a hallelujah, that's because I'm praising for sure. I'm not straight up crazy. I promise. Like that is my kids saw me revelation. one time. <laughs> oh yeah. My kids saw me one time and they're like, is she about to take flight? Cause my arms are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I was like, don't worry about it. It's Jesus and me right now. It's fine. <laughs> I will soar on wings like eagles. 
Right? <laughs> exactly. Claiming that over this run. Yes. In <laughs> fact, you ran the New York City Marathon. I did. It was the best experience ever, which sounds insane to say that about running, choosing okay. to run 26.2 miles, <laughs> but it was the best day. I literally was running and I was crying with such joy. Like I get to do this. Thank you, God. Like it was such an experience with the Lord and I, and I was, the crowds were amazing. It was just, I think it ruined me for races. I mean, I'm going to run the Chicago yes. marathon, but it, there was nothing that compared to that. And I like bawled thinking, this is the best day of my life. Yes. Well, girl, and that's a mindset too. Like that's definitely for sure. your mindset. Like I am I get to do this with the Lord. I am going to see the beauty in every single dang step along the way. And I am not going to let negativity take hold, you know? I mean, cause you know, it hurts. Nobody it runs 26 miles thinking like, this is a walk in the park. I mean, there's times where you're just thinking this is a bad idea, but overwhelmingly, like my husband, he saw me at like three different points along the way. And each time he saw me, he was like, you just were so full of joy. And I said, that's exactly how I felt. There was not one photo of me like grimacing or anything. I'm not like superwoman. I was not fast. I'm not a professional runner. I mean, there were challenges along the way, but something about it, I just prayed about it. And I was like, Lord, I just want to be full of joy that each step just spills it out and stuff. And it was amazing. Amazing. So good. All right. So we're pivoting here. What advice, <laughs> what advice would you give to my mamas who might feel a little burnout and overwhelmed right now? They are. Just- oh goodness. Well, first of all, I've been there. I'm there often. And I would say, take time for yourself, whether that's, and everyone gives you this advice. Everyone gives you this advice because it's so true. You need to take a nap go be by yourself. Yes. Um, go take a bath. Oh my gosh. Baths are healing. So healing. Um, but I would also encourage you to go out and just walk or run. Moving your body helps so much with your mental mindset. Mm. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. Oh my goodness. When my kids were young, I thought I have, I'm never going to live again. This is incredibly hard. There's so many and they're so demanding and I cannot take it. (laughs) And there's such a freedom that happens when they get a little older that you're thinking like, this is, this is amazing. Now you hit other challenges like teenagers, but, (laughs) (laughs) but you have to like choose to step away and understand that if you're not healthy, if you're not thriving, your family can't thrive. So it's not selfish to take time away. It's not selfish to go do these things, go get coffee with a friend or or to step away or to date your husband. Like these are all wins, win for your family, showing your children what a relationship looks like, how, what a healthy mom looks like, what a believer in Christ looks like. This is what you get to do. So take care of yourself. You get to take care of yourself. Yes. And we get to minister to our family. Mm. That is our first and for sure my first ministry. And yeah, that, you know, the other day I just went outside because now it's springtime and the birds are coming from the South and moving North. And I, you're welcome. I sent them from Mississippi up to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
but it's just so cool to just sit mm-hmm. there and I'm like, oh my goodness, I miss this. Like I miss this in my busyness, in my chaos, in my overwhelm. Yeah. God's beauty and creation. It's like, right. Take a step back, girl. Which is such an encouragement, like in the muck, in the hard, in the whatever, just take a moment to slow it down. Whether it is stepping outside and inhale, exhale and look around. And I would encourage you not to step back inside until you can say something that you're thankful for, or you can see God's beauty in a moment, because when you do your mindset shifts and you can go back in, but you got to get out of that negative, out of that hard, because we are so stuck in it. You can't see the bigger picture. You can't see the potential. You can't see the get to, or the gratitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The get to and the gratitude are so important. They really are. We are so blessed. All right, girl, before we head into some rapid fire questions, is there anything else you'd like to add or share with the kingdom mamas? Um, I just want to say, I'm proud of you for showing up on the days when it feels like you're not getting anything accomplished mm-hmm. on the days when it feels like you are tackling the world, you are doing the dang thing. Yeah. And I don't say that lightly. I say that because Satan is threatened by the work that you're doing. He's threatened by each step that you take, whether it's hard, whether it's heavy, every bit of this is holy. Every bit of this is sacred. And you are literally shaping this future generation. That is what you get to do. Mm -hmm. So when it feels like you want to slam your head against the wall because (laughs) no one is listening or no one is understanding, you are making ground. You are breaking chains and you will continue to fight because you understand what that is. And I want to encourage you to do that, to keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Amen, girl. So good. <laughs> I mean, I have to tell myself like on the daily, I'll look yes. myself in the mirror like, you could do this today. Yes. You are a God-fearing woman, a warrior. Like, <laughs> Yes, I can do all things through Christ. No, I mean, we're not going to pretend like we we get it right every single day. Oh, no, never, never. We never. Have to give By our- the grace of God, all my children are still alive and <laughs> right. well. It's a miracle. I can't keep plants alive. So (laughs) humans. Okay. Sounds valid. (sighs) I so love you. All right, girl. Okay. Well, the feelings are mutual. (laughs) Rapid fire questions. You ready? Oh, got it. Okay. Let's do this. Favorite book in the Bible. It's my favorite because it really talks about the new church and being able to see God doing miracles and moving and just the spreading of the gospel. Like you can't read that book and not be set on fire for let's do it. Do it again, Lord. Like I want to see it. I want to do it. It's my favorite book. Ooh, early church. I think the early church is still, I mean, that definitely applies for today, especially Mm -hmm. today, you know, Mm -hmm. we still have to step back and remember those miracles. And, and it's because of those that we get to move on and have faith in the future. Right. Exactly. So empowering. Okay. Favorite worship song currently. My favorite worship song right now is make room. Have you heard of that song? Oh yeah. My favorite line. It's like break all the ground of all my traditions, tear down the walls of all my religion. Your way is better. And it's, I will make room for you to do whatever you want to do. And 
I like ball like a baby, baby every time. And I'm just like, I do it, do it, Lord, whatever you want to do, yeah. tear down what I think, what I know, what I feel, what I believe and fill it with your Holy spirit and show me the way it's supposed to be. Whatever you want to do, I'll make room. Ooh, I love it. I'm gonna check it out. Okay. Book that you've read recently that you enjoy. Um, wild ones by Nate Johnston. Mm -hmm. So good. So incredibly good. Um, I just finished it up. It is not a short book, but you can't put it down. Like it's like almost 400 pages. That's a long book. It's actually sitting on my bookshelf. It's right there. I can see it. Um, yes, I need to, I need to read it because I know you recommended that. It is so good and you can't put it down. So, I mean, that's like a, I'm warrior. I believe like, let's go, let's take this territory kind of thing. If you're wanting something a little more, I don't know, lighter. I'm reading Jenny Allen's find your people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not lighter. It's still good. Holy work of community and stuff, but right. um, I'm loving that too. So Ooh, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Wild ones. Take oh, back your territory. Suit up y'all. Oh, so good. So good. All right, sister. Thank you. Thank you so much for mm. joining us, for giving us, for filling our world with joy today and always. <laughs> well, for me, always selfishly, I get to see her <laughs> whenever I, we march. You are a bestie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's very yeah. mutual. Um, but where can my listeners find you? So on all social media channels, my name is J. Brittany Estes. And that's a story for another day where the J came from. But of course, there's a story. <laughs> so to Brittany Estes on social media. And then my website is BrittanyEstes.com. Awesome. And I will share that in the show notes. Mm-hmm. All right, sister, yeah. would you mind praying for the kingdom mamas and those listening? I would love to. All right, let's pray. God, I thank you for these mamas who have come today, who are listening. I pray that you would empower them to take the next heavy step, whatever that looks like in their life, God, that they would see the beauty around and the work that they're doing for the fact that they are showing up, God. I pray that you would just fill them with joy, that that joy would overflow into their families, into their lives, into the people that they reach out to and come across, that I would just, it would be a beautiful experience, God. We know that you want them to have life and life abundant. And so I pray that that would start right now in this moment and that that would spill out into the rest of their week, into the rest of their lives and through the years, God, that they would bring out the God colors of this world. So I thank you for creating them. I thank you for calling them to this purpose. And I pray that they would do it boldly, that they would do it with a yes, with open arms saying, God, I make room for whatever you want to do. I thank you for Trudy and her calling for these women. And I just pray that you would incite her with boldness to continue on, to continue her steps, God, and to make waves in this world, to take back the generation, God, to take back family. We thank you that that's your calling for us as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. Of course, thank you. (laughs) Until next time, Kingdom Mamas, have a great week. Hey, Mama, before you go, will you do me a favor? If you found this podcast encouraging and valuable, would you please head over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show? Also, I'd love to connect with you. I can be found on social at Trudy underscore Lineski. Until next time, sweet girl, stand confidently in your calling. You 
are the mom for the job. <laughs>